Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd. Privileged to be with you each week at this time as we talk about health, hope, and inspiration. Percy, great to be back with you. It is exciting, as always, to be here with you, my friend. Hello. We're going to talk about pain and pain management today. We have a doctor who will join us in just a few minutes. But I want to talk about you for a moment because, yes, you are director of faith-based programs nationally for Cancer Treatment Centers of America, but that's built on years of experience at one particular location working directly with people every day. That's exactly correct. I've had the the wonderful privilege and benefit of of really growing up in in an institution that afforded me the opportunity to use my skill sets and my training and, again, my vocational and invocational calling with regard to spiritual support and nurturing of the human spirit within a clinical environment and did that uh, at the bedside of uh, our Midwestern Regional Medical Center uh, in northern Illinois for uh, 18 and a half years, actually. Well, well, let me ask you, how did it enrich your life to have all that contact with all these dear people through all those years of uh, counseling and spiritual direction? You know, that's a, that's a wonderful question because within the context of my training and my background, uh, as most pastors and ministers, uh, we were looking to simply go out and start our churches and, and, and serve our, our local community. And, you know, by and large, you know, th- your local congregation is somewhat limited in its range and scope of socioeconomic background, ethnic orientations, uh, the beautiful experience that has enhanced my personal life at being able to work uh, in, an, in an institution that has seen patients from all across the country of various different backgrounds and walks is really understanding the diversity of the human spirit mm-hmm. and, and human beings and being able to adapt oneself to be able to connect with them in an organic and authentic manner that has helped me as a human being and has exposed me to so many different mindsets and orientations that I probably would have never been expre- yeah. exposed to. Yeah, I'm guessing you've spent untold hours in prayer with patients and staff alike, really. Uh, most certainly with, with patients and caregivers and certainly with the, the caretakers, the clinical caretakers, uh, because, again, many people don't realize and understand that, that those folks who are taking care of patients at the bedside also uh, struggle. They have needs. They, they have tough days. They work through dynamics that require prayer and spiritual support for those who uh, respect and honor that and, and utilize that. So spend a lot of time with a lot of our caregivers as well. Percy, when it comes to cancer care, what are some of the things we should keep in mind? Very quickly, four principles that we should think about. Evidence-based medicine, integrative therapies, personalized treatment, and if desired by a patient, spiritual support. All right. We're going to talk about those aspects today. We are. We're going to hear from a, a fantastic a clinician who understands the balance uh, and the unique dynamics of amalgamation of all of those disciplines and how they work together, how they feed off of each other, and how they enhance the overall impact uh, of a patient's experience within the framework of a clinical environment. You've spent a lot of time with patients who are in pain. Um, any thoughts about that? I mean, it's a tough, tough thing. It is. Uh, and, you know, really uh, unpackaging a pain conversation really does require some other insights and intelligence, particularly in providing comfort to an individual who will then trust you to be able to start talking about, uh, particularly when we talk about uh, indirectly pain that is not necessarily associated with physical 
dynamics, but there there's all sorts of different types of pain, mental mm-hmm. pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain. And uh, we'll hear from that with regard to our guest today. But when we really begin to understand how to empower someone, we first have to create an environment that they feel that that they that they trust you enough to begin to really dig into some of those areas that really is the bedrock of what is the driver of those pains. Yeah, of course, evidence-based medicine has an important role in pain management, but there's much more than medicine to be thought about. And we'll get to that in just a few minutes here on today's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Stay with us now. We're found online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Call 855-929-HOPE to learn more. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae. Just before we hear from today's guest, remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Percy, we are going to hear from a guest today. Today, we're going to hear from Dr. Rahid Rahman who's an amazing physician, and he's going to talk with us today about the dynamics of pain management. You are involved with helping patients with pain management. Help me understand what that's all about. Well, it starts off with an evaluation in the clinic of a patient. Most providers focus on the physical aspects of pain, but it's a little bit more in-depth, and a a thorough history is important. Talk to (laughs) us, if you can, from a clinical perspective Mm -hmm. of how spiritual elements and dynamics may impact uh, negatively or positively Mm -hmm. pain management. Mm -hmm. I've had patients in my clinic that talk about spiritual suffering, which may mean that uh, they feel they're being punished for things they've done in their past. Mm. That's why things are happening to them now the way they are. And sometimes... um, they feel that there's really no one they can turn to. They've lost their faith, and they kind of want to know where to go next. And that underlying spiritual suffering can manifest in more physical suffering, more depression and anxiety and anger. That's the emotional suffering. And so with that, I'm interested to hear clinically, mm-hmm. how do you help steer and navigate someone through that conversation, that ideology Though it's it's spiritually rooted, if you will, there's a clinical element that you come in with regard to recommendations and 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 and, and management. What do you do? How do you uh, address that? Well, if I um, identify that they have a spiritual component to their pain, I'll refer them to the pastoral care service. So, based on the etiology, the reason they're having their pain, I'm going to refer them to other integrative options we have here. Why do you do what you do? I mean, you could, you could practice medicine, I'm sure, in a number of different arenas. Mm-hmm. Why choose this area? 
patients have pain. They don't like to speak about it. They may feel that it's going to distract the, the provider from mm-hmm. treating their cancer. They may feel that uh, the, the treatment, they just have to suffer unnecessarily, and that's not true. There's ways to manage their pain. There's different options, and it's about educating the patient and their caregiver. You must have grateful patients. I mean, to, to be relieved of that pain has got to be a tremendous blessing to people. It is a blessing, and I feel very fortunate to take care of the patient population that I take care of, the cancer patients. And um, I, I look at them like I look at myself, the way I'd like to be treated as a patient, as a, as a caregiver of a patient. And uh, they just remind me why I come here every day. How important is that? Dr. Yeah. Rahman, speak to the dynamic of, I know that you deal with patients who may have had a history of of uh, drug abuse. And, and so sometimes, and I know that there's been scenarios where patients will say that I don't want to have pain medications because mm-hmm. I'm concerned about addiction related mm-hmm. issues. Let's talk about that. That's a real dynamic, even within the faith community. Mm-hmm. Many of our churches now uh, have ministries that are focused around addiction recovery. Let's talk about that from a clinical perspective of someone who may have had a history of that and who are concerned about not wanting to have any type of pain meds given. Let's discuss how you approach that scenario. Uh, the way I approach patients with an addiction history is uh, I try to educate them on all the options to manage their pain besides pain medications and strong analgesics. So it can incorporate physical therapy, mind-body medicine, a chiropractor. So there are many ways to manage physical pain in the human body. There are many ways to manage emotional, spiritual, uh, social pain. The idea is to identify what the etiology is of their pain and to refer them to those resources we have here. You have opportunity to see a lot of people who are going through pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, How does that impact you in terms of the work that you do and motivating you? And is there any uh, personal related stories that may have led you into the direction of actually providing pain management for people from a clinical perspective? I usually tell patients that I hate pain. And I hate what it does to an individual because sometimes human beings that have very high physical pain over time, um, they become less active in life. They have more depression, anxiety, and anger. And sometimes they get so fixated on the pain that it becomes another part of their life. They fixate about pain medications or going to see a doctor, and that becomes their life. And they get away from their family, their friends, their work-life environment. Um, So that's the problem with pain. It can encompass your whole life if you let it. I have had experiences with pain in my life. I've been to pain doctors that have offered strong pain medications, but I've just um, taken over-the-counter medications, and like pain should, it's there, and in time it should go away. Dr. Rahman, earlier you mentioned uh, innovative techniques. Can you give an example of Mm -hmm. a a recent innovation in in the area of pain management that's really providing benefits to people? Yeah, I think what's cutting edge in in pain management are the interventional pain-relieving procedures that I can offer. There's pain in the body. They're connected to nerves. Nerves can be chemically disintegrated, destroyed for three to six months. That Hmm. destruction of that selective nerve branch can provide long-term pain relief where the body can eventually heal itself. Patients can take less pain medications. They could be more functional, active, have a better quality of life. All right. I'm sure you've got a very busy day ahead of you. So thanks again for your time. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here, like I said earlier. Just one of the many fine professional stakeholders at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Dr. Rayed Rahman. And if you'd like to find out more about uh, cancer treatment options at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com.
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, Our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Once again, this is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae, and I'm Wayne Shepard. As we talk about pain management and solutions today, remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Anytime you want to go back and listen to a program again or suggest it to a friend, you'll find it on our website, and you can pass the link along. It's healthhopeandinspiration.com. As we talk about pain today, Percy, anyone who's in pain knows exactly what we're talking about. Well, I think it's fair to say that, you know, in our culture and in our generation, uh, there is a lot of opportunity for people to uh, process through much that is going on in their lives. And as a result of that, it is creating pain and anxiety for them. And so I think the first realization for us in in addressing this issue is acknowledging that pain is part of the human experience Mm -hmm. of people and and things that they experience and that they go through. So I I think that it's safe to say uh, we need to speak about and talk about some of the dynamics of pain and how to manage through it. Of course, we don't wish it upon anyone, but one of the things I learned from Dr. Raman is the fact that relief from pain may require more than just excellent clinical care. Yeah, it's an amazing uh, realization. I think that probably for many, when we think of pain, when we hear pain, we tend to isolate it simply to a clinical, uh, maybe physical manifestation, but there are different aspects and components and elements of pain that, that we should be very conscious of. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, we will all experience pain of the type we're talking about here today. So what's what's the lesson for us? Well, I think a couple of things that, that we should highlight that we learned from Dr. Raman, and, and even in my experience of supporting uh, patients, family members, and individuals through whatever aspect of pain that they may that may be manifesting itself is first and foremost creating an environment that is conducive uh, for honest disclosure. Uh, we, we still live in a culture and a generation where people uh, still are struggling with uh, transparency to be able to to kind of open up and unfold uh, in some cases very uncomfortable uh, or dark dynamics of their life or experiences but 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 hiding that and and, and repressing that also is is facilitating uh, the execution of pain in their lives emotionally. I think this is true spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so we need to create a climate, number one, Wayne, and you ask a great question, 
of honest transparency that has to be created by confidence yeah. in who you're talking Trust with. Trust is the key word, it's isn't it? It's huge at the end of the day, and right. we need to really begin to understand how to do that, which means not judging individuals, uh, our body language, the way that we respond and react. But what I've experienced is that when you when you are able to be trusted by individuals, they will open up some of those dark, deeper places that need to be exposed and dealt with that you need to have, again, the ministry of presence, being available to listen and allow that individual to unpackage some things to you. So this conversation is as much for the caregiver as it is for the person who's going through the pain. And in many cases, probably more so, because what we've also learned, what I've learned over the years, is that the caregiver sometimes are actually in more pain and suffering than the patient that they are taking Expand care of. Expand on that. How so? Yeah, it's it's interesting because, again, the caregiver is expected to be uh, the superhuman in, in the uh, equation that I'm here uh, to, to fight your fight. I'm here to do all the things that you can't do, that you're not able to do. Uh, the patient clearly is struggling with limitations of, of some sort that they're not able to do on their own. So the caregiver is really expected to kind of be that, that armor bearer, if you will. And what happens is no one pays attention to the unique needs and issues of the caregiver, mm-hmm. and they go uh, unaddressed. Uh, as Dr. Rahman made reference to, they go unassessed. Uh, no one really acknowledges or even gives them permission to have a bad day or to have a weak moment. And so they're simply operating under the guise and auspice of, I must maintain strength on the benefit and best interests of the patient, but I'm not addressing my own struggles and issues. Again, you cannot have a successful cancer fighter without having, again, a good, strong caregiver. So with that, we understand that they they work hand in hand with one another. And in many cases, to be very uh, focused around the fact of paying attention to those signals and needs of the caregiver that no one else is really looking for Mm -hmm. or addressing. So we're, we're looking at the patient, we're talking to the patient, but we're also sending out cues and looking for those cues that are coming from their caregiver that may be unspoken. I have a great true story okay. I'll share. Good. And 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 this 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 couple has given me permission to share this. Uh, it's a pastor and his wife ironically and the wife was the patient. And uh, uh typical scenario, loved her church, loved the work that they were doing, but on her first visit, uh what was said to me is that I need you to begin to focus on my husband and help him to understand some dynamics of my unique needs that really? he's not aware of. Okay. And unpackaged some of those unique needs and when she did that, he literally broke down in my office and wept because he was not even aware himself of what those unique needs were that she expressed on his behalf and asked if we would be mindful to make sure that we minister to those needs that was creating some pain Mm -hmm. and suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we often think of family first, of course, when we think of a caregiver, but it, it can the circle can get bigger than that. It can get huge. Well, cancer is a community disease, first of all. let's So let's put some new language on the table. Okay, I never thought of it in those terms. It's a community disease. Though it may impact an individual, uh, the halo effect of, of what happens to that patient affects family members, uh, communities, local churches. 
When we hear and think about people who are close to us who have been impacted by cancer, there is a direct effect that that has upon us. And depending upon the relationship that we have with that individual, there's pain and discomfort that we begin to experience as that subset of community and supporters that we never really thought about ourselves as having an effect upon us as well. So cancer is a community disease. It's not just an individual disease. I'm so glad you mentioned that. I hadn't thought of it in those terms before, but I can see the wisdom of approaching it that way. And so in understanding that, then we need to create awareness, education, and support of, of all of the, the, the pieces of individuals and community around all of that, that we have an awareness of the impact of this, though it starts with one individual, how that spreads beyond that to any and everyone that's associated with that. Yeah, again, you know, when someone goes through cancer, we may hear of, a, you know, an acquaintance or, you know, a neighbor or something. We, we often don't know what to do. When in fact, it does affect us and there is something we can do. And, and there is, because when we understand this, first and foremost, this is about awareness and education. And one of the things that I've learned over the years, and, and I learned this from a patient who asked me what I consider actually reaching out uh, to her faith community to do some orientation and training around how to be aware and how to uh, empower others in her faith community to respond to issues of cancer and patients and their caregivers' needs, and then also begin to address their own issues of, of emotional and mental pain. Uh, I developed a program, I helped develop a program called Our Journey of Hope, which is designed fundamentally to empower and train local faith communities and leaders to go back to their local churches to train laity to really respond to the needs of cancer patients as well as their caregivers, while also caring and supporting for each other within their congregation. And I know how committed you are to this. You, you are seeing results, right? We are. We're seeing tremendous results. And we're, we have learned and we have heard uh, that many spiritual leaders and pastors who have said, wow, we could have used this a year ago, two years ago, four years ago, because it's not part of their didactic training from a spiritual care perspective. And so no one really sat down to really empower the local church on how to do this and how to address these issues and needs. This is such an important part of what you do. It's called Our Journey of Hope that we want to devote an entire program to it in the future. Yeah, it, it warrants uh, an entire segment so that we can really unpackage what it is and how it works and how people can get involved uh, with it. It's a free program and uh, I would love to share the powerful impact of this program. All right. Well, Percy, as we talk about caregiving today, let's turn to the scriptures and see how they would instruct us in this regard. In listening to all of this, the scripture that really came to mind as a spiritual moment, an inspirational moment, is understanding that we are all struggling in some capacity with pain. We're tired. We're weary. We're worn out. We're exhausted. Uh, the Word of God would tell us today in Matthew's Gospel, the 11th chapter, verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The rest uh, from our troubles and our anxieties and our, our, our difficulties that is causing us mental and emotional and in many cases physical pain first needs to be understood that we need to come unto he, he who is the giver of life, he who sustains us and keeps us, he who is able to lift the burdens off of our backs and help us carry that. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, 
and I will give you rest. I just have to think that's a great encouragement to someone who's going through a season of pain or the caregiver that we've talked so much about today. And absolutely. And again, we need to be mindful of all of those individuals that are involved because, again, cancer is not just an individual disease. It's really a community disease. Maybe one thing you can do in response of today's program is just uh, seek out one of those caregivers and tell them thank you. Reach out to them and let them know that they're doing a good job and give them a break. Give them permission to take some time off for themselves to rest, uh, maybe uh, seek some recreational uh, refuge so that they can replenish and recharge sure. their juices. Give them some time alone. Let them go shopping or something just to, just, just to get away, right? Anything that will provide them some normal escape for a moment so they don't feel overwhelmed and totally burdened by the fact that I have to be in place 24 hours a day, seven days a week because they also do need rest. Yeah. Percy, thank you so much for bringing this all to our attention here today. And thanks to our guest on the program as well. As we always remind you, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae, and you have been listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We're a weekly radio program, and you can find us in between our visits on the radio online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Our program is archived there, so you can listen again. You can pass the link along to someone else for them to enjoy this program. And uh, we really appreciate you listening and helping in that way. If you want more information about Cancer Treatment Centers of America and programs available to you, call us toll-free at 855-929-HOPE, 855-929-4673. Or you'll find information at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. With Percy McRae, I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for joining us this week, and we'll see you next time for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. To learn more, call 855-929-HOPE or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, care that never quits.